If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Thousands of kids in Sonoma County lose access to free and reduced cost lunches when schools close in June. So in response to that meal gap, the Redwood Empire Food Bank will offer free and healthy breakfast and lunch to children 18 and under across Sonoma County through its long running summer lunch program from June 6th through August 12th. So any child age 18 and under can get a breakfast and lunch at one of the program's 44 meal sites with no advanced sign-up required uh, to find the nearest immediate assistance or, you know, location. You can get more information. Go to getfood.refb.org. We've also posted the master list on our Facebook page. Head on over to facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Or you can also call the Redwood Empire Food Bank with any questions you might have at 707-523-7903. If you have an iPhone, you're going to be really excited about this. Have you ever (laughs) sent a text you wish you didn't send? During Monday's Worldwide Developers Conference, Conference, Apple announced that they're going to have the ability to edit and unsend messages from your iPhone plus mark threads to revisit later. So you know how it says red uh, 6.04 a.m. or whatever? Well, you can undo that now. Users will be able to edit or recall messages up to 15 minutes after you send it. The new update is going to be part of iOS 16 software that will be released later this year. It's supposed to happen sometime this fall. You know, I feel like even if you accidentally send, you know, I love you to your co-host instead of your fiance, (laughs) that your co-host is still going to see it either if you try to delete it or not. Yeah, it'll show that it'll say it'll say unsent message and stuff like that. Like, oh, what did you send me that you unsent me? That's suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Chris Lane. I got some big, big plans. Little, little and his wife Lauren have revealed that they're expecting their second child in late October. Yeah. Uh, the new baby will make their son Dutton, who will be one year later this week, a big brother. Now, the couple said they were shocked to learn the news, and at first, Lauren had no symptoms. But she just took a test to prove what she thought she already knew. Uh, She was pregnant. And apparently Chris was equally shocked when he got the news. But they're both really excited. And Chris Lane is on tour right now. You can check out his dates at IamChrisLane.com. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. How did you give yourself a black eye? Adam Sandler showed up to Good Morning America yesterday with a black eye. This is something I have to discuss, right? <laughs> yeah, what it looks odd. I was in bed in the middle of the night. You know how they tuck in your, your sheets at the bottom? Some people, somebody tucked in the sheets too much. I had my phone in the middle of the bed. I kicked my feet up to <laughs> untuck it. The phone went flying, hit me in the head. I refused to acknowledge it. I felt blood. I said, there's something going on, but I got to sleep. <laughs> Only Adam Sandler would do that. I've, I've dropped my phone on my face in bed before. Uh, I've it never given myself a black eye because of it, but that that's hilarious yeah. that he did. <laughs> and that's I saw so the pictures and the video of it, and it's a pretty intense black eye. It's, it's snarly. It's not just a little shiner. It's a big shiner. Oh, I feel bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that people asked him about it. He's like, you know what? I really didn't want to talk about this. Anyway. He's like, can we do an audio interview on Good Morning America? Is, <laughs> is that possible? But giving yourself a black eye, it just happens sometimes. And uh, one time, 
when I was 16 years old, I was walking down the stairs in my house and I was walking down and the stairs are pretty narrow and I slipped on them and I was drinking a soda and in my hand, I hit the glass right on my eye. Oh my gosh. Not only did I get a bunch of Dr. Pepper in my eye, but I also gave myself a black eye. It burns. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I've never given myself a black eye before, but I've had black eyes before. Someone elbowed me once. What? During a basketball game. Okay. It was an accident. I just thought people were going around elbowing you. Elbows. I was like, yeah, where I were did. you? I deserved it. I was talking smack. No, it was an accident. But you know what? It happens, and it goes away after a while. You just you know put some frozen peas on it. Yeah. <laughs> you shamefully are sitting on your couch like, oh, man, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Dr. Pepper strikes back. Uh, Kelly from Sonoma. How did you give yourself a black eye? Um, I had a recliner knock me out. <laughs> One of the springs on the bottom of the recliner had broken. And I thought, well, how hard could that be? You just get under there, you put it back where it's supposed to go, and reattach it. So what I didn't think about was the fact that it's so high tension. And so as I'm holding it and trying to finagle getting it reattached, oh, no. it slipped from my hand <laughs> and came back and hit me right in the eye. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. So this country singer has revealed his wife's go-to snack. I'm always that feeling when we kiss so Thomas Rhett and his wife were headed to see the new movie Top Gun Maverick, which I'm super jealous I have yet to see it. Here's like the number one movie for two weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, it's broken records. But anyway, they went to go see Top Gun Maverick, and she was like, hey, Thomas, can you stop by Walgreens and get me some milk duds? They're my favorite movie theater snack. So Thomas said, the guy at Walgreens said there was a shortage of milk duds, but, but ugh, sorry, milk duds. But then he went to the back, apparently, and brought out this giant case of milk duds and said, <laughs> do you guys want to buy this case? And they did. And there's a picture. We posted it on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning of <laughs> Laura holding this giant case of milk duds before she goes to see Top Gun Maverick. And it's hilarious. That employee must have been a Thomas Rhett fan. <laughs> <laughs> because if there's a shortage, they're not handing out cases like that. So that's really cool. And apparently she likes milk duds with a Dr. Pepper to wash it down. I respect that. Uh, Tanner, what's your favorite movie snack? My favorite movie snack is popcorn. Then you take M&M's and mix it in the popcorn. So you get a mix of flavors and textures yeah. in there. I know it sounds a little bit bizarre mixing those two things, but I can promise you that's very good. I know a lot of people that do it. One time we were in the movie theater with some of our friends and they dumped... M&M's and the popcorn that we were sharing with them and my fiance Cole got so mad oh yeah you have to have <laughs> your own little cardboard box he's container like, if you're gonna do that he's like I hate sweet and salty mixed together and I'm like you're a weirdo <laughs> uh, I'm also a weirdo because I'm the type of person that likes snow caps mm. I like the little uh, things on top of snow caps the like uh I don't even know. It's just like little tiny pieces of crunchy candy on top. Yeah. And I like the texture of it. And I always like to get a blue icy. Okay. That's a good. If I don't have a blue icy, it's going to be a bad movie. Really? <laughs> I have never seen you <laughs> drink movie. a blue icy before. Is that Only, like exclusively for movies? Yes. Exclusively for movies. Uh, but we did ask on Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. What's your favorite movie snack? We're getting a lot of great responses. Like Nina from Runner Park, she said, in a theater, buttered popcorn and junior mints. Don't knock it till you try it. I'm knocking it already. <laughs> I think it could be good. 
Okay, we'll I'm gonna try, try it. it next time I'm at the Roxy. <laughs> All right, Charles from Kenwood said, "Popcorn's got to be there for the real deal. Besides that, I get a boatload of Reese's pieces. Oh yeah, and an icy Coke if they got it. If not, whichever." <laughs> Sounds like Charles has some options. He's down for anything. <laughs> Cassie from Sebastopol said Sour Patch Kids, Twizzlers, and Movie Popcorn. Believe it or not, I'm not overweight. <laughs> <laughs> Catching the Catching the with these guys. It's just snake bite morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. These are the gas prices this year. With gas prices these days, gas prices are through the roof. Gas pumps and their ever-changing prices. When the gas prices skyrocket, we sell it, make a huge profit. Hug, hug, gas, gas, gas. How are you saving money on gas right now? So, Mendocino went completely viral over the weekend because one Chevron gas station is charging $9.60 per gallon. I feel so bad for this gas station owner. It, she said that she's worried that Mendocino might not have a gas station anymore because she can't keep up with all the high prices. Yeah, so recently she paid $50,000 for an 8,880-gallon delivery. In March, that same load cost $30,000. So it's not oh necessarily... God her yeah the owner the independent owner of this gas station that is raising the prices she's doing it so she can simply survive but nine dollars and sixty cents per gallon i have never seen something like that in my life and you know for a driving community like mendocino is and like sonoma county is we're a driving area we're not we don't have a lot of public transportation available yeah. to us and we do but we you know people don't really use it that much gas is a necessity so people are having to buy this nine dollar and sixty cent gas gas you know and we're altering our lives because gas is so expensive all across the north bay and what something that i'm doing in my life is my girlfriend and i are actually kind of swapping vehicles for different things that we need like if she she works in sonoma for example uh if next day she has to go to work in sonoma she's going to use my car to drive over there i'm gonna bring hers to work because her gas tank is lower than mine is oh interesting so we're kind of just balancing based on how much gas we have at the moment well of course as you know i clip a lot of coupons yeah. <laughs> not that i could find any for gas but it helps me save money at the grocery store a lot i love safeway uh because of their you know coupon program or coupon however you say it but also i just don't go anywhere i drive to yeah. work and back every day and i don't leave on the weekends and that's how i save money i get gas like that, once a month that seems to be a growing trend what i saw on our facebook page people are like i'm just not going anywhere i'm not going and doing anything we're becoming prisoners of our own home oh, no. because of gas prices. First, COVID made us not do anything. Now, gas is making us not do anything. Uh, speaking of our Facebook page, here are some comments from you on how to save money from gas. Uh, and as you were saying, Tanner, this is one of the comments like from Yvette from Petaluma. She said, I'm not going anywhere. It's getting too outrageous. Uh, so I drive less in living where I live to go to the grocery store. It's almost 25 minutes from my home one way. So it's difficult. Yeah. Carolyn from Petaluma said, I'm driving less. Gas down the street from me in Petaluma is $6.69. And while in Roner Park the other day, I filled up for $6.09 a gallon. Tired of the gouging and the price differences. Oh, I'm so sorry, everybody. I know this is tough right now, especially for the gas station owners as well. Uh, Jenny from Santa Rosa says, at work, we've been carpooling. And that's such a great idea. Yeah. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Apparently, Disney parks won't let you just hop on an outdoor stage. 
even if it's empty. And I know this because one of their employees just enforced the rule in the middle of someone's proposal. A guy at Disneyland Paris proposed to his girlfriend on an outdoor stage in front of the Sleeping Beauty castle. And now the video has gone viral because a Disney employee in Mickey Mouse ears completely ruined their moment. He ran between them, grabbed the ring and told them they weren't allowed to be up there. I mean, who in their right mind would snag a ring like that? But I'll get to that later. Uh, Their friend actually posted the video of it on Reddit if you want to check it out. Um, and they claim the guy who proposed did ask for permission first. He asked a different employee if it, it was okay. And she was like, yeah, go for it. So near the end of the video, you can see him point, you know, to someone off camera and said, she said it was okay. And then the Mickey Mouse guy tells him and, you know, that proposing in front of the stage will be even better. Yes, that's great. But over here, she's going to be even better. But obviously the moment was ruined by then. And Disney put out a statement and said that, you know, we've apologized to the couple. We regret how it was handled. And they'd offered to make it right. But if I'm being honest, and I always am, it's going to be hard to make that right. It's going to be difficult to recapture, you know, the surprise and the magic that comes with an engagement. And I feel absolutely so terrible for this couple. And I'm not I'm not even really sure what this employee was thinking. If you see an engagement happening, you stop everything. The world stops. Everything stops to, to you know, let an engagement happen. So you let it happen and your first instinct shouldn't be to stop it and to snatch the ring uh but do you think there's anything disney can do to make this right to make this proposal magical again do you think the disney employee was right for stopping the engagement you know they were doing this based on their policies and their job or do you agree that it was kind of cruel got something to say call me up you can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Would you ever use the other bathroom because the line is too long? So I was with my girlfriend at the wharf in San Francisco, just being tourist, and we went to a public restroom. And the line for the ladies was very, very long. Yeah. Like incredibly long. And that it, happens. She said, hold my bag. Come with me. She walked into the men's room, got into a stall. And I was just standing there like, what in the world is going on here? Here I am just holding her purse, standing in front of a bathroom stall while she uses <laughs> the men's restroom. <laughs> I commend her for this. Uh, she must have to go really, really bad. And, you know, now everything is, you know, all gender bathrooms. No one can really ask or question her, and they're not supposed to, at least. I'm so sure someone would. See, but- here's, here's the thing, Amber. I asked her afterwards. I was like, did you, like, was this an emergency situation? She goes, no, I just didn't want to wait in line. <laughs> I went, oh, my gosh. That girl well, has zero shame. No, well, you know, you did. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm not sure. I got nothing. I'm not sure if I respect it or I'm a little weirded out by it. I've been in situations. Well, I've been in situations where I've gone in the men's room, but I've had to go really, really bad, and it was just a one-person bathroom. Yeah. And I just walked in. Yeah. And people have been like, "You're not a dude." I'm like, "You don't know that." Yeah. You don't know that. 
what? It's very true. <laughs> I mean, last time I checked, I was a woman, but maybe things have changed throughout the day. I think my favorite thing about this situation was I was her bodyguard bodyguard outside the stall, and I was just holding her purse, and there were like eight dudes in there using the bathroom, and they were just looking at me, and I, I just kept shrugging because I didn't want Cam to know that I thought it was weird. But I also wanted everyone in the bathroom to know this isn't a normal situation, typically. (laughs) It's not. I don't know many people that would do that. I'll say that. Yeah. On our Instagram, this is going to shock you, Amber. We asked the question, would you ever use the other bathroom because the line is too long? And it's 50-50 right now. When people, when you say other bathroom, they're assuming it's probably a one-staller, like a one-person bathroom, not like where there's urinals everywhere. That's true. (laughs) Maybe I gotta repost it and yeah. get some accurate results. <laughs> Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Country summer is in 10 days. So it's happening June 17th through the 19th next weekend at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. Get your tickets now at countrysummer.com. What, Tanner? I am just so... (laughs) Whoa there. Uh, I am just so excited for Country Summer. It's been such a long time since we've been able to celebrate. And just 10 days. I cannot believe it. You know, and I know it's supposed to be hot that weekend. So I was talking to Jen, our uh, afternoon host here on Froggy 92.9, Country Summer Extraordinaire. It would not function without her. Uh, she said, you know, it's supposed to be hot. So I was thinking must have for the weekend is sunscreen. I got to have it. My shoulders are just like begging for sunscreen every time I'm out in yeah. public, just in general. So that's my must-have for the weekend. Tanner, what is your must-have for Country Summer? Mine's a water bottle. Uh, specifically, I'm bringing a Hydro Flask to Country Summer because it's so hot. You gotta stay hydrated to be able to hang. Yeah, it's it's important. And way more water than you typically drink because you're gonna be moving around, you're gonna be dancing, you're gonna be screaming, having a good time. So you just wanna make sure you're hydrated. Oh, very good point. Very good point. Uh, we did ask on Facebook, because this is only our second year uh, for country summer we know a lot of you are veterans uh facebook.com slash amber and tanner in the morning what is your must have for country summer and we're getting a lot of great responses like jackie from pengrove jackie said sunscreen for sure a fanny pack blanket or chair to sit on light jacket in case it's cold at night that is a huge one i made that mistake back in 2019 (laughs) uh jen did tell me that she's like hey remember to bring a change of clothes because it's gonna get cold she's like our mom uh (laughs) charlie from rota park says beer koozie and jessica from Santa Rosa said chapstick. I just forget that on a daily basis, so that's a good reminder. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Bryce. He posts a lot on the Nextdoor app, and Barry Martindale's going to make him feel like he's being a giant jerk. Let's see if it works. Hello? Hi, is this Bryce? Yeah, it is. 
Bryce, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. We're located in Katati. I'm contacting you today because I've seen your posts on the Nextdoor app. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, You post quite a bit on the Nextdoor app, and I understand you're trying to make your community better, but what you're actually being is a giant nuisance. Excuse me? Want to elaborate on that? I have a post right in front of me that has you complaining about noise in the neighborhood and you're uh, asking for a sound ordinance to be had in your neighborhood. Is that true? Uh, yeah, it's true. But like, you know, that's something I think everybody can agree on. What, what time would a good sound ordinance be good for you? I, I don't know. Anytime after like 10 o'clock at night, maybe 11, I don't know, like within reason. Wow, people weren't lying to me when they told me that you were being a Karen about this. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, somebody said this? Why do you care so much? Just let your neighbors live their lives. Look, I'm all, hey, listen, I don't know what this is about, but people can live their lives, but you know what? People have kids, people have jobs, and they don't want to hear people making loud noises at 11, 12, all hours of the night. So you know what? I think I my my complaints were warranted. Well, your complaints were laughed at. How does that make you feel? I don't I don't believe that at all. How, why would you say that? Well, because your neighbors have contacted me to talk to you about this because it is technically a false report and a false complaint on the Nextdoor app. And if you have another complaint about the sound ordinance, you'll be fined fifty dollars. I don't even remotely believe that. I think you're full of crap. And uh, I I don't see how how you could possibly prove that I'm making uh, false reports. Like, come on. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, well, that, that might explain it. Okay. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. If you're in a relationship and someone asks you to dance, do you say yes or no? Someone else, not your partner. So with Country Summer, sorry, with Country Summer Musical Festival coming up this weekend, get your tickets now at countrysummer.com. Um, and I'm thinking back to Bottle Rock Napa a couple weekends ago. I went with my friend. We were watching none other than Pink. Just give me a reason, just a little bit's enough. And we were living our best life. Pink's shows are amazing. Her catalog is ridiculous. And a man walks up. He hands my friend his drink. And we were like really confused at first. We we're like, oh, no, he's trying to give her his drink because maybe he's leaving or something. Which is Which, weird itself. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Handing a stranger a drink is never at a music festival is not really a good sign. Yeah. So I was like, you don't drink that. I don't. And we just kind of looked confused. And he says, no, I'm sorry. Can you hold this for me? I have to dance with her. And puts out his hand and asks me to dance. And I panic because, one, I'm in a relationship. And, two, I'm awkward. And I just, like, start doing this weird little jig. because I <laughs> That is awkward. Nothing against him. <laughs> I just didn't want to dance. Yeah. And he, he respectfully kind of, like, did this little jig back. And then he walked away. And I was just like, oh. I got to say, <laughs> what a pickup line from that guy. I respect the pickup line, but I think he was trying to pick up on you, Amber. Uh, well, well, he wanted my. Fr- I thought it was weird that he wanted my friend to hold his drink. 
Like, yeah. why would you do that? You can't dance and have a drink in your hand at the same uh, yeah, time. Yeah, I thought Rookie. it was rude. I thought it was rude. So I, like, just didn't want to in general. And he seemed like a nice guy, and he respected the fact that I didn't want to dance with him. But I was curious, do other people do this? Like, do if someone were to come up and ask you to dance, Tanner and Cammy wasn't there, would you say no, or would you... You know, just dance and like forget about it. I would honestly be like, I'm okay, thank you though, <laughs> because I have you tried. Do a jig, you mean? Yeah, probably not, because I have been that guy before asking somebody to dance and they've said no. And honestly, you're just trying to dance, trying to, you know, pick up on a lady, and they say no, and that's totally fine. You go, oh, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, it, you know it happens, and there's no way for you to know that someone's in a relationship. Even though I'm wearing a ring on my finger, I, I you know, it was dark maybe. Now he should I have just checked. Didn't care. <laughs> you should always check. When you're a single dude, look at the left hand. <laughs> <laughs> but we did ask on our Instagram at Froggy929 if you're in a relationship and someone asks you to dance, do you say yes or do you say no? Eighty-three percent of people said they would say no. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. What is the most annoying thing to get on your hands? So I changed a battery in a car over the weekend, and today I still have the black grease all over my hands. And I had to promise Amber, Amber, I promise I wash my hands, but it's just staying on there. It's stuck. Yeah, uh, I told you that you can go to O'Reilly's or any local auto parts store and get like that. Uh, orange soap that's really abrasive that mechanics use to get stuff off their hands. Yeah. I had to use that once uh, to do the same thing. It's just annoying to have all that stuff over your hands and you can't get it off. I was in the shower scrubbing my hands for like 20 minutes and three days later, it's still here. Uh, and my girlfriend told me, well, why don't you just wear gloves? And I said, I don't. I just don't like to wear gloves when I work. And she goes, that's a toxic masculinity trait right there. <laughs> <laughs> that you don't like to wear. What? You too good to wear gloves when you work on cars because you're such a manly man? I I don't know. I've <laughs> never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> but you should probably wear gloves just yeah. to protect your hands. Yeah. Not that they won't get dirty, but, you know, bad things can happen. You could cut yourself and the gloves are there to protect you. Not to mention, I'm not going to complain about my dirty hands on the radio a couple days later. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, what's the most annoying thing to get on your hands? Uh... This sounds so lame, but spray tan. When spray tan gets all blotchy and stuff on your hands, it's so hard to get off. But I take like an exfoliating mitt and I get it off. So maybe you could use that, like just a little exfoliating like mitt or glove and try to get some of that stuff off your hands. It's really not that bad. It's just yeah. under your fingernails. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I think it got under my fingernails, weirdly enough. And I don't know if there's a cure for that. I'm just going to have to write it out. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I've never gotten a spray tan either, but I can imagine. It seems like spray tans are a lot of work. <laughs> Don't lie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, they are. Uh, but I highly recommend I get mine at Honey uh, Spray Tan in Roanoke Park, and she does a great job. So that hasn't happened to me in a yeah. while. Getting a lot of great responses on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. What's the most annoying thing to get on your hands? Jean from Petaluma says, mud that dries on your hands. <laughs> Christy and Kathy from Cloverdale said, tree sap. That is pretty annoying. And Carol from Santa Rosa said, if you were a kid who lived in Sonoma County in the 50s, it would be walnut stain. After you picked up the walnuts, the dehusking process leaves your fingers black. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Are you more likely to arrive early or late to a party, event, a get-together, 
I was surprisingly one of the first people there for our baby shower that I went to this past weekend. Congratulations. Uh, I was there before I was there before the future mother and I was like, what do I do with myself? <laughs> I'm insanely proud of you as a friend. I, well <laughs> Because you're late to everything. I'm not everything, oh. but I don't like getting to parties early. I hated every second of it because I was just like standing around asking, you know, the host, is there anything I could do to help? But there was nothing <laughs> to do and it was just super awkward and no one like I knew was there yet. And I was just like I think the mistake you made as someone who is a resident early person is that you went inside. You got to wait outside of whatever the party is and watch and see whoever what? goes in first. <laughs> so that way you're just prepared. Is that weird? It's okay if it is. I, I mean, I don't know which is weirder. Like, because, you know, I, I felt really awkward and I was in there. But, you know, I, at least I went and I introduced myself to the host and asked if they needed anything. What if people just saw you just sitting in your car outside their house? They're like, what is that person doing? I think they would assume, wow, what a punctual person. <laughs> Showing up on time because but I. No, but no one knows it. What if no one knows that you're there? Then you just you're sitting in your car. You circle around the block. <laughs> no, I was just saying like they won't know that you're punctual if you're not like inside. That's true. They may not be sitting in your car. They may not see you. I always make sure this. Okay, now that I'm saying it, does sound weird. <laughs> I always will sit outside of a party or a festivity or something, and I always count three people. The first three people go in, and then I'll go in. <laughs> That's a very interesting... You do this to everything? Everything. Because I'm always the first one to get there, no matter what it is. <laughs> Sometimes I test you when we have meetings, and I like try to run in before you do to see how you feel. It gives me so much anxiety. That you're not the first person in a meeting? Absolutely. Like, when people show up on time, to me, that's like 10 minutes late. I'm not <laughs> judging other people for unless you're like 15 minutes late to something. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We're getting into some really psychological stuff here right now. <laughs> yeah. I think you maybe like to be the first one there because you like to be in control of the situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. This summer, I am going camping all across Northern California. Let's gather around the campfire and sing our campfire song. I'm really excited about it, but when it comes to planning a camping trip, you got to be prepared. You don't want to go to a camping trip and not have nearly enough stuff. I mean, what's going to happen if you don't? Oh, you suffer. You suffer. <laughs> you suffer. <laughs> it's into your life. I've gone camping without a sleeping bag before, and I will never make that mistake again. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to go in my girlfriend's Subaru, and we're just going to drive all around Sonoma County. We're going to drive over Mendocino County, everywhere, and just, you know, camp. Well, don't forget your sleeping bag. Jeez. I know. That's a big one. <laughs> that is something that you should never forget on a camping trip. Amber, do you think there, there is something that you should never forget on a camping trip or just a trip in general? Toilet paper. <laughs> that's huge. That's huge. <laughs> or like wet ones or something. Yeah. Even if it's just like to blow your nose, just don't forget that. <laughs> something else that I always forget is I always forget to bring a lighter on camping trips, which is which is essential when you, you know, need to start a fire. Oh yeah, they have like <laughs> fire starters that you can use that, you know, are 
really, like, I, I don't... Efficient, I yeah. guess I'll say. Next thing you know, I'm trying to make a fire. And I'm hitting two rocks together, trying to get a spark and stuff like that. You're twirling a stick on the ground. Yeah. I can do this. I can do it. Grabbing belly button lint, throwing it in there. We're like, it'll get it going, I promise. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> lint helps fires, <laughs> apparently. Um. Anyway. Anywho, we're getting some great responses on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. <laughs> some recommendations for camping. <laughs> So weird. Uh, Chris from Santa Rosa says duct tape. That stuff can solve nearly any problem. Uh, Marie from Sonoma said a headlamp. Cutting firewood in the dark or pretty much every other action is way easier with two hands free. Uh, Dan from Hillsburg says bring a large poncho and a tarp. You never know when you're going to need another layer of waterproofing. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up. And the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9.